Welcome to the We In To Win Show podcast version. Join host Sinovia D. Williams as she dives deep into the real stories behind the success and progress of the most phenomenal business owners and entrepreneurs. You will learn their steps, secrets, and strategies to triumph after trial, find clarity in your vision, survive in crisis, and more. These powerful back shows will help you to get in and stay in your winning zone. And now, your host, Sinovia D. Williams. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Win to Win show. This is your host, Sinovia D. Williams. And today, I am so elated to bring to you a phenomenal woman. As you know, here on the Win to Win, we bring the most amazing guests who share with you their stories, their trials, and triumphs as a means to show you the way that you can level up in your business and life, and you can find freedom, fulfillment, profitability, productivity in your life. Today, this lady of distinction comes to us as the vice president of BFMS, that is Bahamas Fleet Management Solutions. And as I sit here with her today, I'm so excited to have her share with you and to share with me her path and her story so that we can also find success. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Natasha Wright Ramming. Asha, it's so wonderful to have you here and today. And it's a pleasure to be here with no, you. Oh my goodness, and you are looking Fabulous, I must say. Thank you. (laughs) You are so welcome. So, Tasha, we're going to get right into it. Sure. Now, I would like for you to share with us Mm -hmm. one of the things that is little known about you. We always start off with finding out what is that quirky thing that maybe even family, maybe even friends don't really know that you enjoy or you do or that, you know, tell us about you. Oh, my goodness. Um, (laughs) Well... There's a lot to me that um, a lot I keep silent, keep quiet. Um, wow. I don't know if I'm that quirky. Okay, okay. I don't know if I'm that quirky, okay. but I like to dance. <laughs> I like to dance. My family generally knows that I like a particular genre of music, certain yes. um, types of music. Yeah. I like to dance. Wow. Uh, I like to do it a lot of times just by myself, just let loose and dance sometimes. Wow. Um, I've, I've always been a lover of music, but I like to dance. Wow. Mm-hmm. See, I would have never, ever, <laughs> ever <laughs> imagined that. Because, she, you know, Natasha, you're normally very reserved. Now, you're friendly. And, and you have an outgoing personality. You reach people with your personality, mm-hmm. but you carry yourself with this deportment, you know, <laughs> that you just would not expect that. So, hey, Tasha likes to dance. <laughs> you all better just don't find out. We need to find out that right music. So, no? <laughs> That's for family only. Okay. <laughs> That's family only. Mm-hmm. All right. So, tell us about your life now, because we want to understand more about um, what, are, what are the things um, that you would have probably been exposed to in life, Mm -hmm. growing up in your childhood, in your adolescent years, that would have helped to form this uh, woman now that can stand behind this type of business and manage it Mm -hmm. and make it work even through whatever situations. Mm -hmm. So let's start at the beginning. Tell us about you growing up, your childhood, your adolescence. Tell Mm -hmm. us about that. Okay, well, um, Natasha 
I started by saying I am four generations deep, Foxville. Okay. Okay. So born and bred, Foxville. Proud of it. Love it. Mm -hmm. Love my community. Um, both my parents are from Foxville. Yes. <laughs> I have cousins there. I feel safe. Yes. Now, as it relate to who I am, I have. My grandmother, who's now 92. So she has really been blessed with long life. Yeah. And my mom, my mother, my father. I have a family. We are the rights. The rights. The rights. Mm -hmm. And they trained us. My parents taught us, especially my mom, to carry yourself in a certain way. Young ladies, you handle yourself well. You walk, you step out of your house, you clean. Yeah. You have things to do. You focus, get your work done. Um, you take care of yourself. How can you handle someone else and you're not taking care of yourself? You are not cleaning yourself up. You are not cleaning your environment. Push to excel. And so I had always her training, yes. the support of family, and I think that is so important. Family support is so important. And when I say family, I mean I have aunts and uncles and cousins that I can always go to, go to yes. in any situation and I know somebody have me covered mm. and that's the environment I grew in. I grew in um, Foxville where we were children and we out and we go walking yes. and there was no concern for um, safety yes. because you were safe. Yes. The neighbor down the street know who your mother and father is. Yes. You know? Um, we would go walking from one end of Foxville to the other, from one grandmother's house to another. Wow. And it was good. Yes. You know? As you spoke, I heard you say, this word just popped out at me. Mm -hmm. um, you said, as your mother was teaching you about how to conduct and carry yourself as a female, mm -hmm. in preparation, obviously, for maybe um, a partner, and, and just for life, your mm -hmm. career, or whatever that may, that may have been, you said the word focus. Yes. Like, as a child. You know, many of us grew up, you know, our parents catered to our desires for play. We would mm -hmm. get all the dolls we wanted and we would get, you know, um, whatever fun adventures and mm -hmm. travel maybe. Mm -hmm. But your mom's focus was teaching you discipline and focus. Yes, that was part of it because she taught me how to sew yes. um, and I learned how to um, knit. Yes. To crochet, um, the back stitch, mm. chain stitch. These are things she showed me. She yes. took the time to teach. Yes. Uh, to crochet. Um, she used to crochet hats and bags, and she took the time to show me that. My grandmother was a straw vendor, well, yes. was. And my oldest aunt is also. And so these are things like for Christmas, I had dolls, mind you. Yes. I had a whole lot of dolls. Yes. Big dolls, small, anything in between. <laughs> I had a lot of dolls. Yes. And then I would draw and make little dolls. You know, you draw and make the clothes and yes. then hook it onto the cardboard yes. figure. Oh, yes, I remember. Literally, what they sell now, you used to sit down and draw yes. and design it. Uh, I had all of that. Yes. But she was always focused on how you kept yourself, how you kept your environment. My aunts and uncles were the same way. How you kept your environment, mm. um, who you are. You don't allow certain things to happen to you. You don't talk to, and she said, you don't just talk to any boy down the street. Yes. You don't talk to anybody. Yes. You know, you choose mm. who and what, not that you're discriminating. Yes. She says, but 
You don't let anyone hold your hand. You don't let anyone say anything to yes. you. Yes. When, and so, you know, what I realized later, she was teaching you to have a level of respect for your own self. Yes. And that you don't settle. Yes. You know, um, but she was a lot of fun. She was fun. Yes. She was hard, but she was fun. Yes. And I can appreciate that, the training that you gave. And um, I think she realized just how different all of us are because I have two older brothers, me and then my sister came a couple of years later. Yes. And we are very much so alike. Yes. But very much so different. And to, in some ways, I was always the bit more reserved one. So I think that part of me, I was born with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember as a child on a Foxhill Day. Yes. Um, and if anybody's aware of what Foxhill Day is, it's you go in the park on the second Tuesday in August. Yes. And you bought things. You, everyone had their stalls set of food and everything. All the Bahamian delights, right? especially. Definitely. Yeah. And the Baptist churches had programs that morning. Children did their recitations mm -hmm. and all of that. And we sang. And then we had ice cream and lemonade and cookies after the service. <laughs> so by the time we got to the park, if my mom gave us, well, $5 back then was a lot. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It went long. If my mom gave us $5, mm -hmm. I would be the child who would come home with maybe 4 or three fifty. Wow. Okay. Wow. Tell me about that. <laughs> because, see, now, hold on, because we're talking. And how old were you about then? Oh, 10, 11, probably. Yeah, probably yes, a little younger. Because I'm hearing money management pop up here. So <laughs> tell me why. Why would you reserve your, your funds? Because in my mind, there was another day past Foxville Day. Wow. And so I was like, but I want some money later to do this yeah. or buy that on the wow. weekend or something. So when I'd go to Foxville Day, I'd say, okay. I always liked furtas, so if I'll find me some nice comforters. Yes. And I get that and probably get something to drink yeah. or, you know, the snow cones was yeah, the big thing all yeah. the time. And then maybe a cotton candy. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. And when I would have gotten those, yes. I'm fine for the night. My goodness. I'm going to walk around. I didn't play hoopla and all of those. I said, yes. because that's taking a chance and I don't have time to waste my money. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I have always wow. been that way. Wow. See, I'm, a, I'm a strong believer that a part of what we do in our adulthood and what we mm -hmm. master, mm -hmm. we actually had that inclination from childhood. And yes. I'm already hearing what was groomed in you foundationally mm -hmm. by your, not just your mother, but your, uh, that safe community of family. And I'm hearing just innately <laughs> money management, mm -hmm. um, being conservative and being wise in your spending. There's another day beyond Fox Hill Day yes. as a child. That's yes. amazing. Because I always had a plan. Yeah. I knew that at wow. Fox Hill Day, mommy, would, mommy or daddy would give me some monies. And then, you know what? Maybe um, if things work out better, yeah. one of my uncles or aunts may say, you know, they see you on the park. They say, here, take a couple of bucks yeah, and go. Yeah. Now, if I got extra, that was the extra I yeah. spent, but not the core. You have a plan. <laughs> I had a plan, not the core. You understand how that tickles me so much. A child. You know, yeah, but it's yeah. a gift. So tell me now, when um, so you were, that's that's your childhood. You grew up mm -hmm. a nice, strong family community type mm -hmm. of setting. Um, high school, moving into college. Mm -hmm. um, what did you start to think for your life? What were your plans, your goals? What was your ambition at that time? Who did you think you would be in this world at that time? Wow. Now I know some persons may not be able to digest this, right? right? But I always 
knew that I'd be a business owner. Okay. It didn't quite matter what kind of business. Wow. I intended to have my own business, even if I was doing something extra. My first love was really design, fashion design. Um, I've been gifted. I can draw and paint naturally. Some things just make sense. How I do it, I don't. I don't know. I just do it. It makes sense, right? Um, so I had this interesting combination of being artistic, but I loved business. Wow. You see? Yeah. Simply because I just wanted to own my own thing. Yeah. Right. So, in my mind, growing up, even in high school, I wanted to eventually have my own business. So, when it came to college, I started thinking, and it was about the time that the Ministry of Education had recently started doing the, um, the teacher program okay. where you can have a stipend, a scholarship. And, you know, you can go to college. So me thinking, I was like, I don't want to put the stress on my parents. Um, You know, regular working class family. Uh, I said, okay, you know what? I want to do business. That would mean they have to pay. Yes. College fees. Didn't work for me. Okay. So when I heard that they had recently started uh, the business education department. Oh, my. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. I'll apply for the scholarship because I had the grades. Yes. I had the grades. Um, I applied for the scholarship for business education. Yes. Excellent. And that made sense to me because I was like, okay, so I get to understand and get some training in business and accounting. Yes. And then I have teaching, so that'll be a guaranteed job because when you were through, yes. you were automatically um, then hired under the Ministry of Education and assigned to a school. Okay. So that was my thought process and my reasoning, and that'll be a means to an end that, you know what, I'll teach for those couple of years, yes. and then I would move on. Wow. Very strategic. Right. And so you got a taste of training and education in business and accounting. Did you love it at that time? Did you love accounting and business? I did. I did. Um, yeah. I like I like. I like business on the whole and the art of doing business. Okay. And what I found as I got older mm. was I really like the interaction ah. of business, the negotiation, the maneuvering. Ah. That intrigues me. You see, wow. or speaking with other persons, yeah. um, being able to, you know, see how things work. That yes. intrigues me much more than the nuts and bolts of just sitting down doing the, um, mm. the accounting. Or the economics part. I understand. Yes. And so I could imagine that that type of excitement when you get to engage in that way, like you say, especially in negotiations, mm-hmm. and you get to watch that whole thing unfold when you say, Okay, I'm going to I'm going to propose A, B, C, and D mm-hmm. and see what the other party does, and then mm-hmm. you get to see all of that working right. together. And 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 I imagine that keeps you excited about working all the time because you get to enjoy that that thrill you know it does it does to an extent um i never did the teaching that is a whole other story (laughs) that's a whole other story but i did the i I completed the business part i didn't complete the education part and um that probably was a good thing (laughs) seriously but i do like the engagement um whether it would have been what I'm presently doing or something else, yeah. I know that I would have been in business. Wow. 
that's so amazing. And you knew this from high school, from, oh my goodness. And you were, you obviously formed and created for it. I, I, I'm going to, that's going to sit with me a long time. The fact that from a child you were budgeting your money at the fair. That's going to sit with me because it really <laughs> enlightens me about the person mm -hmm. of Natasha. And now we can talk about what you are doing today. Right. And I can understand now why your business, Bahamas Fleet Management Solution, is surviving mm -hmm. all these years. Because you were, you were established, I think, in 2006. Right. Yeah. At the end of 2006. 2006, you started this business. That's been a long haul. Many businesses have started and passed and gone on from yes, then. Yes. And you are still here. But by the grace of God. But by completely, the grace of completely God. by the grace of God. Grace. My husband had the idea. And um, I think he traveled. And he looked at a lot of the buses in the United States. And there are ads going right by on you, you know? Yeah. Passing right by. And he thought, oh, why can't we do this here? Yes. And of course, at the time, we were in the busing business. We're still in the busing industry. Yes. And um, we brought it here through a lot of hard work and maneuvering mm. and trying to get persons to see that, listen, this is something you can do here. It is so hard getting past mindsets, mm. unfortunately, but it happened. Yes. And so fast forwarding, here we are, still holding, because one of the main arms of Bahamas Fleet Management Yes or the main vein mm -hmm. is transit advertising. Yes. And it just amazed me that persons could not see right. that this was something viable to do, that this made sense. Yes. And even for our audience who may not understand transit advertising, that mm -hmm. is the ads, um, the, the large flyers, posters um, that you would see on the outdoor, on the, on the body of a bus, mm -hmm. um, or even on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I haven't I don't know, but I'm thinking by now you probably even have digital on the inside, perhaps? Well, with our system, well, I shouldn't say just our system, but the way it is now, we, we gave consideration to it, we looked into it, 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 it draws too much attraction, okay. for unwanted attraction to the buses. I see. I see. Okay, mm -hmm. Natasha, you spoke about introducing an entirely new concept mm -hmm. to the Bahamas and to, to New Providence, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I want to really talk to you about that mm -hmm. because um, a lot of people may start a business and they may have to maybe introduce um, a variation, very minor variation in order to start their business. Mm -hmm. But you are saying you actually had to introduce an actual concept not seen here before mm -hmm. and there may be somebody mm -hmm. who may have to face that giant, I'm going to call it, because I'm uh, even listening to you now, I know it was not easy, but you did it. Mm -hmm. And so how did you approach that? How did you approach, did you start off by just finding a number of people who had influence and selling them the idea? Um, did you just put it out there in an ad? How did you approach that? And, and, and how did you, in that journey, until it actually started mm -hmm. to, to make sense to people? Okay, well, that part, well, the majority of that part was my husband. Okay. <laughs> Listen, give it where it's due. Yes. He, we were, like I said, we were already in the industry, in the transportation industry. Yes. And mainly the public transportation industry, what we normally call the Japanese, right? Yes. Okay. So for him, it was a natural progression. Okay. However... When you came home to now try to implement this, trying to get 
approvals mm, from the necessary governing bodies, oh, wow. our ministerial bodies at the time, for what we needed to do. Yes. It being something that they had not done before, persons yes. could not seem to quite wrap their minds around it. Wow. So when I say he pushed and provided them like with the information, listen, this is nothing new. This is what I'm proposing. This is how it can be implemented. He literally had to lay it out wow. step by step. And then when persons could not in a particular um, industry, um, ministry yes. could not quite give the approval to say, okay, go to this one ah. in this particular department. Yes. Let them, that's under them. Or go to this one and this yes. is under them. And so he literally went through all those paces wow. to finally... Mm -hmm. It came through. They're saying, okay, you know, um, yes, I understand that it may not fully fall under you because this isn't something that you used to, but technically you're the one who approves signages. So you go to one department to approve signages, and they're saying, okay, well, we approve physical signages and locations, and this location, this is on a moving vehicle. And we're saying, yes, but you approve signages. <laughs> so this okay. This is a public vehicle. Um, go to road traffic department. Okay. See what they say. Did that. Yes. And then you had to go to the police and let them do so their departments, their approvals. So it was quite a bit. Yes. But he went through the paces. Mm -hmm. I tell you, he's far more patient than I was when yes. it was that because he was committed to what he saw mm -hmm. and the vision that he had. Vision, yes. Me, there I kept praying go. as he went. Yes. <laughs> I kept praying as he went. Um, and where I could help, yes, definitely make it help. Yes. Where there was paperwork that I could help, sure. Yes. But he took the initiative. Um, he was already president of the Public Transit Association, yes. of which he had um, started. Yes. And so he ran with it. Yes. It paid off. Yes. Because what he wanted to do was also give bus owners yes. another avenue to make income. Right. With something that you're not doing, but you already have. Mm. So you have something in your hand yes. Yes. that is not going to cause you extra to mm -hmm. use that will bring you additional income. Yes, wow. And just do what you do normally every yes. day. Drive your bus on your specified route. Yes. And we do everything else. And what I love is that even for your husband, he had a vision. Mm -hmm. And you said he was committed to the vision, yes. which obviously is a an aspect um, and a characteristic that every entrepreneur needs to have. Yes. And what I love too is that part of his vision was helping other people. There's something about businesses whose, even though you have a bottom line, the heart and the sensitivity of your business is towards other people also mm -hmm. having a mutual profitability. I love that. Yes. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and when you started, you said, you know, you prayed for him and, and you said with some <laughs> paperwork, sure. But now I'm sure your roles have expanded a whole lot more. Tell us some about what your roles are today <laughs> and over the years. Well, I, I came in as vice president in any event. And he's president. And at a time, both of us were very active in the company. Yeah. And eventually he went on to other pastors. <laughs> <laughs> he has been doing um, a whole lot of other things. Yes. So I have been completely running the company for quite a few years. Wow. wow. Quite a bit of years. Yes. Um, but you know what? It's rewarding. Yes. And 
make no mistake to any entrepreneur that there will be times you want to just leave. Make no mistake. There are going to be times you want to just leave. You want to pack up everything, fold up shop, cut off the lights, walk out the door and put a lock on it. There are times when you want to do that. But if you are one who believes in what you're doing, you're going to work through the obstacles. It took prayer. It took sacrifice. It took sometimes being sleepless. It took a lot of listening and adjusting to times and adjusting to situations and just really asking God for wisdom in how to do what it is that you need to do at that particular time. And it has worked out. I'm telling you, I, I was thinking about this the other day and I said, you know what? God, you come through in the clutch every time. Mm, in the clutch. In the clutch. <laughs> because, because there were times, there were so many times when I wanted to, I was thinking that, okay, if we don't get another contract, this business is done. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, there were times I looked around and said, oh my God, we don't have the funds to do anything. And I'd see an email pop up. Wow. Or a telephone call. Oh, my goodness. Right in time. My goodness. There are times you have to call on resources. You have yes. to call on friends or other business associates. Yes. yes. But then that's how you have to be. If you're, if you're prepared to go the mile and you see the vision, yes. then let's run with that. Yes. And understand that you are going to face obstacles. We are going to face obstacles in our business. You see? Yes. How much do you want to succeed? Stay tuned. More life-changing conversation ahead on The Win to Win. But now, a word from our sponsors. Your video commercial ad is the real money maker behind your business. It grabs the attention of potential customers, delivers your message, and points them to your location. Is your business missing this essential asset and increased sales because of the extremely high cost of video commercial production? Here's your game changer. The Win to Win Production Services introduces the smart solution for professional quality video commercials delivered quickly and easily. 2 by 2 delivers your video commercial ad in two days at only $200. Efficient and affordable. Call or WhatsApp us today to secure your production spot at 242-428-7310. This amazing offer is for a limited time only. So call today, 242-428-7310. Two by two, watch your customers and sales grow. The Win to Win wishes to thank all of our sponsors. And now, let's get in and stay in our winning zone with more of The Win to Win. I was asked a question by a young entrepreneur um, about a year or two back. And he said, how do you know when to quit? Mm. I, I, I looked at him and I said, I really don't know. Is that even an option? Is quitting even an option? For some persons... He says, how do you know when you walk away from something if it's not working? Okay. I said, well, you have to really analyze it for you. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I am not, I, I don't do walking away well. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. I think that's great. <laughs> <laughs> they may have to drag me out of something, right? <laughs> but yes. 
walking away for me, yes. if I decide to walk away from something, I would have done everything. Yes. Every possible avenue I would have yes. taken to try to make this thing work and realizing, okay, I've done it all. And when I say I've done it all, I don't mean just physically. Yes. I mean in terms of prayer, in terms of seeking Absolutely. God for guidance, Absolutely. in terms of direction, mm. in terms of resources, in terms yes. of connection, everything. Yes. And then I say, okay. And so for it. you, it's not over until God says it's over. Precisely. And you're going to keep fighting until God says to Natasha, it's over. It's over. And wow. for each, and, and, and what has happened is I've proved him. And so in proving him, I can now say, this is how he operates and functions with me. Mm. And I'm saying that because I have to, I've had to tell some people to jump off a ledge. Mm. And I say, what do you mean? I say, ask God the big question. Now, God, if this is not what you want, move it. Mm. Or move me. Yes. Ooh. I love it. Wow. Mm. Because when you do that, you're surrendering what you want or your will. And you're saying, okay, if this is not me, for me, move it. There are times I say, I've prayed and I say, God, I can't do this. I can't do this. Yes. I'm done. This is too much. I'm done. Yes. Um, if we're going another year, yes. I need some contracts. Okay. Phone call. <laughs> We'd like to renew for next year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, and this is the conversation. I'm hearing the pattern. God. Yes. I'm hearing the pattern. Yes. Ask him the big questions that you really want to ask. Yes. He's God. Okay. So now. You have explained, um, especially it, very, it really touched me when you, when you spoke about when, when you could be faced with the thought of leaving your business and you said, you know, sometimes you feel as if you want to, when you said, turn off the lights, like it hit me, like that's so real, like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm closing these doors for good, lights off and I'm out. Yes. And you said it can get that way. And mm -hmm. so I could imagine that state of mind, um, that overwhelm that can come then with business. Just continually, um, the, the times when you don't see the way forward, when you're like, God, we need a contract if this is going to last. Mm -hmm. And so you have had these experiences and then comes 2020 <laughs> and COVID-19. Yes. And tell me, how was that for you? Or did you find that because of all the dependence you had already built up with God and that relationship where you understood mm -hmm. how he worked, was it different for you? How was it for you dealing with business in that environment, the transit business, which definitely was closed down during the full course of, of the pandemic? Well, let me start by saying, with that, um, every arm of our company went down. All three arms of our company went down. We had um, clients that we were doing charter services for. Yes. They had to move their persons who were not um, Bahamians yes. and they were needing now to go back home okay they were gone yes because that business shut down so our charter services shut down the buses came off the road of course absolutely so transportation shut down and with the buses coming off the road the ads came off the road absolutely that's three arms yes we floated in the water that was it 
by then, by the time this had occurred, I had had clients lined up. And I was saying 2020 is going to look like a really fruitful, (laughs) over-the-top year. Like We're coming up out of Mm. the whole 2018 had been somewhat of a challenge. 2019 was a Mm. bit of a challenge, even though we were moving through. And you have seasons. You have seasons where it is really, really flowing. Yes. And then you have some dry seasons, and that could be more than a year. But are you going to make it through? Sometimes you're just breaking even or you're under. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. You know? Or sometimes you're really under. Yes. I, I thank God again for the husband that I have. Yes. Uh, he's a strong man. Yes. And he, he works it. He makes it happen. And some people may be looking at me, and I want to say this. Some people may be looking at me saying, okay, well, she had a husband as a backing. Yes. Um, that isn't necessarily so. In terms of you still have to stand on your own as a woman. Mm-hmm. As a business owner, you have to stand. You see what I'm saying? And so he did his part and he holds it down always. Yes. Whether he's in his position now or even prior to that. Prior to that, yes. we still had to hold it down. Yes. We still had to hold it together. Mm-hmm. He had to now focus on so many other things. Mm-hmm. I needed to dress this end. Yes. So I had to do what has to be done for the company. Yes. And so, um, 2020, that was looking so good. So good. Here's the thing. Inside, I just didn't panic. Oh, wow. I didn't panic. It gave me reason to pause, thinking, oh, Lord, what? Mm. Okay. But I tell you, one of the first things you do is you start making calls Mm -hmm. to the necessary persons. Okay. If you have bills that are Mm. outstanding, payments and every commitment... Contact those people. Mm-hmm. This is my situation. Yes. I think I had mentally made up my mind. I said, okay, you know what? If I can't do it, well, what else are they going to do? I can't yes. do it. Yes. But I'm reaching out to you. Yeah. This is integrity in business now. Yes. This is maturity in business yes. now. Not, I have this bill. I'm overwhelmed. They better understand you know, and so you do not reach out. You do not communicate. No. This is maturity in business I'm hearing you describe. And you're right. Yes. You have to make, you have to make the um, contact. Yes. And then start talking. Let's start negotiating. Yes. Follow it up with black and white in yes. email. Say, okay, this is what was happening. Yes. X, Y, Z. Or relating to our meeting. Yes. This. This is my situation. And so now, Natasha, as we come to an end um, of our conversation, Mm -hmm. I would like to ask, what is next for Natasha Wright Ramey? (laughs) Oh, well, I'm trying to clear some things or reshuffle some things on my personal plate. Yes. Because there is something that I've been looking into doing, and I've had several delays from literally December. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that new initiative, Venture, is something that would give me my creative outlet also. Ah, and it meets a need. Yes. It meets a need. Oh, my goodness. And so I mums the word. <laughs> but I will definitely let you know when yes, it happens. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I believe that you you don't just go into business for business sake. Yes. I mean, some people do. But you have to also look and see 
that if my business meets a need, then there's a higher chance of sustainability mm. and for the business to last. Mm. So my next venture, while I want it to be a bit fun, and I'm sure it will be a bit fun for me, yes. it won't be pressing, but it meets a need. So, I'm moving with that. I have been pushing and making a very conscious effort to grow and expand even more in terms of my interaction and my walk with God, yes. my life. Because above business, yes. I want my life mm -hmm. to be a witness of who God is, His glory. That even if persons see me and they may not ever know that oh this woman is a believer yes. something draws them and when they draw and they go I can say hey at the end of the day at the end of the day and so even being here in my current business there are many times persons come in the office and me or the gentleman that works with me we're talking to them on some other level to start off as business and yes. they end up spilling on a whole other level on yes. something personal or something that may bother them that day and we can give them good godly counsel yes. through business through business For pur this is purpose in business and even in our business environment and that's where i'm at every day yes i want to i want them to see god i want them to understand that People who believe in God don't have to be poor. Yes. Or look a certain way. Yes. Or be dry. You can love your makeup. You can love your hair. You yes. Can love dressing up. Yes. And you do it within balance and reason. Yes. And you can still be a child of God. Yes. And I proudly say it um, because that's how we have to be. And then I, I see him coming through time and time again. And he's not just coming through in the clutch anymore. Okay. <laughs> not just in the clutch yes, anymore. Yes. You know, and yes. I think about last year during the pandemic, I started telling my children I was driving in the car one day and I said, I said, you all know I'm going to be a millionaire. Oh my, come on now. And I was like, mommy, really? I said, yeah. Yeah. I said, you know, I'm going to be a millionaire. You're looking at a millionaire. Yes. Divine inspiration. And That's what that yes. is. Yes. And um, they start laughing. They're like, okay, mommy, for sure. And every now and again, it pops up in my mind. I say, you know what? I'm a millionaire. You are. You are. Mm -hmm. I know it's in the future, but you are. Yes. And because you, we know that you reap with you sow. And you sow into people so much in kindness, um, even now in counsel, um, even in those private moments when nobody is looking, you, you are that listening air. That could be the difference between someone, for instance, a bus driver owner, who may be having tremendous issues mm -hmm. and need someone to understand, and you are that. Mm -hmm. I know God is going to, to bless you and bless your efforts. And even though you're not telling us to dream right now, <laughs> I can no. hear that it is that baby for freedom and fulfillment. And yes. so we wish you all, all the best and all <laughs> blessings in yes. that endeavor. And we look forward to being able to tell the world and the entrepreneurs yes. that you did it. 
I did it. It's blooming. <laughs> and you're going to tell them the secret again how to start because you started years ago. You did this. You survived it. It's thriving. And now you're getting ready to bloom again. So you're going to show them that they can have multiple businesses. Yes. Yes. Start with a prayer yes. and a vision. Start with a prayer and a vision. Start with a prayer and a vision you know, and then get up and start working. Working that vision. Yes. Not, not of your own accord. Yes. You know, and like I said again. This started as my husband's brainchild. Yes. I always just simply knew I would be a business owner. Yes. Any business would have done. Yes. I was going to be a business owner. Yes. Simple, plain, yes. as clear as you can get it. My goodness. He started it. He had the vision. And that's a lot of times what we as wives sometimes have to do, you know, run with it. Yes. If you catch it, run with it. Yes. And there are obstacles. But run with it. Run with it. Run, run with, with the it. vision. Keep praying. You pray. You cover. Yes. And you run. Yes. Mm. You see? Love it. Yeah. You know what else I love that you said? You said start with a prayer. Mm -hmm. Start with a vision. Mm -hmm. And then start to work the vision. Yes. And not of your own strength. And not of your own strength. No. I will, I'll, I'll leave with a quote. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we were... I was in a prayer meeting. A prayer meeting. And... Um, I think it was also said during our of our service. And so Bishop Denzel Roll at Life Worship Center. Okay. He said, you cannot finish something in the flesh that was started in the spirit. My goodness. So if it started in the spirit, it has to finish in the spirit. Yes. That resonated with me so much more, so even yes. now. And so what he meant was a lot of times you get a vision on something. You've prayed. You have yes. a, a, a drawing for something. Mm -hmm. And if the Holy Spirit is the one that gave you that, then you get up and start trying to work this in your mm -hmm. own power and in your own authority. Mm -hmm. And with the ways you know to maneuver. Mm -hmm. When you should be stepping and asking, Holy Spirit, okay, how to go here? Yes. What to do? So if it starts in the Spirit... Cannot be fulfilled in the flesh. Cannot be fulfilled in the flesh. I'm walking with that one. Yes. <laughs> Thank and you. so to the vice president and uh, future founder of that dream business, we say thank you so much for sharing your time, sharing your wisdom with us today. Thank you so much. You are a phenomenal woman. We honor you. And we look forward to hearing more and more about your future successes. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Win to Win show with host Novia D. Williams for the television version of the show, as well as services and resources for advertising your business. Subscribe to our website at www.thewintowin.com. Like us on Facebook, Win to Win for monthly giveaway promotions, behind the scenes, and more.